0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Gangsters Podcast. What's up? I am Teresa, and I'm here with my co-host, my favorite Italian-American, and favorite wizard, NY oh, Patriot.
1: Yeah. Hey, Say what's, what's up. going on? Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm glad to be here again.
0: Yeah, and I have a really a special guest. I'm excited to talk to her. Is actually somebody that NY knows and had brought on the show, so I actually am going to learn everything new about her today, other than the episodes that I've listened to of her podcast, which is awesome. It's called Deplorable Nation. She's exposing like medical lies, propaganda, cutting right through to it. I love her sass. We have today Deplorable Janet. Thank you so much, Janet, for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, and I just want to say... Uh, I do love the Italian wizard as well.
1: (laughs) Italian wizard, thank you. Well, we always joke
0: about that because we're both Italian backgrounds, so we just
2: poke fun at each other. It's
0: fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you know what I have to say for uh, people that are uh, listening or people that don't know my show but might listen because of Teresa, (coughs) Deplorable Janet, I think you were the first person after I started my podcast to actually have me on. And uh, Mm -hmm. I never forgot that. You know, and I've, I've because of that, I have made real friendships with Jack Allen and odd man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't say that about too many people, you know, when you a real friendship, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, uh, we
2: are definitely friends. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's
1: it's a really nice thing. I mean, and it's like, fuck, that was almost two years ago already
2: i know right and see that's what that's what i love about this community is meeting um so many different people and making those personal connections to where you're really close with people like you and i are super close and we've never even met yet yeah and and we just i just love you i mean (laughs) you're you're fantastic you know and and uh Having that connection where you can check on people and and whatever and yeah,
1: we can not talk for two or three months and you'll text me and be like, yo, how you how you doing? Uh, how you yep. been? You know? So yeah, yeah, and it's like we yeah. never stop talking. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's a real friend. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We I could we could pick where up exactly. where we could pick up where we left off, like nothing. You know?
2: Well, you could have you could have friends in real life that you know you actually know in person and and whatever. And if you need something, they would not be there for you like at all.
1: Oh. Right. I, I can it's tell just you, the way it works. I can, yeah. I can or tell you have
0: you, yeah, you have those special <laughs> friends where it's months at a time you don't talk, and then you just pick up right where you left
1: mm-hmm. off. So yep. those those are the real ones. She yeah, told absolutely. me more about my back surgery that I was getting than my fucking doctor did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I went then in there with questions. That. I went in there with questions like, "Yo, am I going to be able to wipe my ass?". <laughs> <laughs> Cause that, she was telling me this might be a problem. Was
2: the most important <laughs>
1: question. Yo, when she told me that, that <laughs> fucked me up. I was like, oh, I have to ask my doctor this because this might be a game changer. I swear to God. And and he's <laughs> like, if I
2: can't wipe my blood, I'm not <laughs> having that done. I'm
1: like, or oh, I'm gonna have to get a bidet, or I'm just gonna go stand in the shower, whatever. <laughs> you know? So when he told me, he's like, believe it or not, he's like, you're yes. very lucky. He's like, you are so like low in the back. He says, you really don't twist there. He says, unless you have to turn a lot to do that, he's like, this is not going to be a problem. If you got a a
2: cliffhanger back there, that might require a little bit more work. This is just the best way to kick off the episode.
1: We're back to the poop again somehow. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It always comes around to poop. Before we started recording, we were
0: talking about the different colors of poop anyway. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. well, that is so an episode do, that's right. i do know um jana that you were a former nurse mm-hmm. um yep. so what i'm assuming that was relevant to kind of how you sort of woke up you know
2: you know what it's i've had such an interesting journey because um even like when i was super little i was brought up in catholic school and i was like oh, okay there's some things going on here that just don't seem normal to me or you know like it, questioning stuff and i was always the black sheep of the family mm-hmm. you know i always wanted to know why about everything and of course nobody liked that nobody know? likes the that that, <laughs> that asked why yeah you know, and so and I was blessed with a kid that asked why all the time too. Mine it's are annoying. like
0: this too. <laughs> and as much as I love that, I'm also like shut up, shut up. Shut
2: I, up. You're like, if you say why one more time, totally. <laughs> well, you're freaking nails out with players. Just getting no right. violence. That was a joke. <laughs> um, and so it's it started out like that, and then um, I had a sister that was two years older than me um i was 24 and she was 26 and she was going to um a migraine clinic uh she had really bad migraines they couldn't get them under control at the regular doctor so um she was going out of state to this migraine clinic and you know they there would be little things that you know they would give her certain medications and then they would give her like the wrong size needle and i'm like you would think that like medical professionals would know this, like that's not making any sense for me. Mm-hmm. And so um, her and I were really close. And so while she's going through this journey, they gave her um, an injectable migraine medication uh, that at the time was new to the market. Um, and so her and I went shopping because my mom's birthday was in two days and spent the whole day together trying to find a present and stuff, and go home. I drop her off at home, and um, I get a call later that night, uh, your sister's dead. And I'm like, what? She took this migraine injection, and it exploded her heart. (gasps) Um, Dropped dead instantly. And so that is what launched my medical career, because I was like, okay, like, Uh, They should know better. Why are these people so stupid? Why are they giving shit that's dangerous? And so that's what got me into it. And then the further that I got into nursing, um, they put me in charge of the Vaccines for Children program. Um, So I was privy to a lot of documentation coming from the state um, that normal everyday people don't read. Uh, don't have access to, and, of course, the doctors don't read it because they're too busy. Of course they don't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so um, that launched my journey into, um, you know, getting into the vaccination part of things, and then um, we ended up being a reporting agency for the state uh, for new vaccines that they were pushing in at the time, there was a couple that started out with um, the chickenpox vaccination and, you know, the just just get one mm-hmm. uh, and that'll stop it and prevent it and you won't get it and and whatever. And then they were giving it and they were finding out people were still getting it or getting it really bad, um, which are all things that <clears throat> we've heard many, many times, right? Right. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Um <laughs> And so then it came to the point where it was like, okay, so here's the form to fill out. Anytime a patient comes in with chickenpox, uh, you, you have to categorize them and count like how many lesions they have. Okay, so some people get literally like thousands. Yeah, right? I was gonna
0: say, how can you possibly count uh, them all? Some people for most people,
2: yeah. Some people, you're lucky, and you may get like five. You're one of the, the yeah. blessed few, you know. And oh, wow. so. Um, observing that and having to be the one that like submits these forms and gets the feedback from the state um, started to be a real concern for me. And I'm like trying to talk to other nursing staff and they're like, oh, well, it is what it is. It's, it's just flipping, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, our state made it mandatory for that vaccination and, and they put two on the schedule at the time. So, my daughter had to get the vaccination for school. Couldn't homeschool, obviously, because I was working 12, 15-hour shifts. So, yep. you know. Um, and anyway, she ended up getting chicken pox four times. What? Yeah. And, and yeah. what have we always heard, right? It's not possible to get it more than once. Right. Um, but from the induction of that vaccination... Uh, we saw that was not the case, you know, and then they started another, uh, which was the HPV vaccination, which was just for females first, Mm -hmm. um, and, and vaccinate your kids all the way down to, you know, nine years old, whatever it was. And the increase in cancer, cervical cancer that we started seeing, yes, jumped, like 85% in our patient population alone. Around and so, like what
0: year is this, Janet?
2: Oh, Lord. Uh, it was right after HPV uh, vaccines came out. My daughter was really little. Um, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just wondering because I know.
0: I know. So I think the HPV thing, I remember it here in Canada was when I was in like grade seven, maybe mm-hmm. like grade nine. And um, I remember a lot of girls did get it. Two of my mm-hmm. friends I know who did get it now as adults in their late 20s and early 30s, they both have had like cervical procedures
2: because mm-hmm.
0: it was like precancerous or whatever.
2: A hundred percent. And so that's what, you know, because um, they're they're concerned it. Uh, supposedly males are the carriers and they're most of the time asymptomatic and they're going to spread it to females and Mm -hmm. that's why all the females had to get vaccinated it didn't matter that you know the males were carrying it at the time this was their logic and so um, what we saw was the changes during the pap smear um, on multiple different levels because there's all different classes of of lesions and and stuff like that, that Mm -hmm. can cause changes in your pap smear. Um, But then we started seeing two GI issues. And my daughter was one of those, because that was another vaccination that they forced Indiana to get. um, Completely messed up people's GI systems. And so we're seeing like everybody has, um, you know, massive stomach pain all the time. They're throwing up constantly. This is HPV vaccine? Yes. These are all things that happen, like, after the, you know, after them basically mandating these. And so no mm-hmm. kids can go to school without. And so then you have, like, this large swath of population, right, that um, their kids are not showing up to school because either they've got chicken pucks or, Um, Or they're having procedures done or they're vomiting all the time or their bowels are messed up. um, Massive stomach pain, uh, flu-like symptoms literally all the time. Keep that in mind, flu-like symptoms, right? (laughs) All the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, how old is your daughter? Sorry, just curious. Um,
2: she will be 23 in okay. January. So I'm 38, so I'm just curious. Yeah,
0: just going the timing of all that. I don't think it's yeah. mandatory here in Canada. We do have some, like, okay, so when I had my kids, they are born in, like, the... 2010s, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I had them, I was confronted with vaccinating them or not. Mm-hmm. At the time, I wasn't as aware, although right. I was tentative about it. I really didn't want to do it, but when I asked my doctor about it or their doctor about it, I asked mm-hmm. my parents about it. They said, "Well, you can't not vaccinate," and it was like never an option to not do it. But I right. was worried about the chickenpox, especially mm-hmm. the MMR. Um, and you know, I do have autism like in my family as well. So I was worried about that. Um, but it's almost like, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't even follow up on your own will. You Mm -hmm. just take on faith like that. Okay. This is what they say. And they've been doing it for so many years and I I did it and I'm fine. And you know, but you don't realize like the differences in the vaccines
2: over the years. That's correct. And Mm -hmm. like, um, I'm from like way back um, mm-hmm. In the Stone Age, like the Fred Flintstone <laughs> type cars. Oh, um, back, you know, back in my days when I was little, of course, we didn't have the chicken pox vaccination. Right. They would have chicken pox parties. And if yes. a kid had chicken pox, you literally took all the kids in the neighborhood to their house and exposed them to it. Because, hello, natural immunity. And if you, those are the people that don't get it again. And so this this movement toward we can fix you, we can cure you, we can uh, prevent give you you, we can give you protection that you don't naturally have
0: Mm -hmm.
2: is complete and utter bullshit. Right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. In my age, I we didn't have chickenpox vaccine. I actually have a chickenpox scar right here in the middle, Mm -hmm. right on my third eye. But nice. Nice. Right? So i'm nice like maybe it's a sign mm-hmm. <laughs> but um my brother and i both we missed our birthdays one year because we were both like raging sick and mm-hmm. then had them later on but i do remember those chicken pox parties yeah and all that yeah
2: and it was and, so funny because like um my my parents my grandparents everybody's so old school on you know you you are not going to the doctor ever unless Literally a limb is hanging off of your body, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Suck it up and go take a nap yeah. is the kind of stuff. And so, like, um w- when chicken pucks came through our household, you know, I can remember being really little and my brother had it first and it was like rub some bacon grease on it. Why bacon grease? I- I fuck if I know. That is what our parents and grandparents were like doing all kinds of weird shit, but it worked. (laughs) You know what? Like, to make it go away, you mean? Yeah. Or not to not itch, or both? Uh, Both, I guess. I don't know, but it worked. You know what? I'm gonna try. (laughs) try You know what's funny, though? (laughs) Saying that now makes me laugh, because there's actually a song that my husband showed me. Um, It's called Rub Some Bacon on It. (laughs) And it's like, feeling depressed? Rub some bacon on it. Like, Really, really stressed. Wrap some bacon on it, and like uh, the whole thing is about you know, bacon cures everything. Well, yeah. you know
0: what? In, in recent years, I have heard about more benefits of eating bacon every day. Saving bacon grease for like cooking with. Like, that's I have what, literally two jars of it in my fridge right now. I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna try putting it.
2: I'm gonna try putting on a scar. See what happens. Yes, <laughs> and that's that's the thing is, um, and and that's how like. Parents, grandparents that's that's what they did you yeah. literally used every part of everything and so uh if you think back to like even my grandparents days my grandma was 98 years old when she died mm-hmm. she could literally run circles around everybody else in our family and it's like it wasn't a vegetarian diet. They literally had meat every single meal. My grandpa had bread every single meal. There was gravy every single meal, mm-hmm. you know, it was stuff like that. And so you have to think about, like, the shit that they push now. Oh, we'll use uh don't use grease oh my gosh it's so dangerous for you uh but use olive oil use soybean oil use corn oil you know all the shit that literally yeah. is it's crap it's total crap plus it mm-hmm. has a lot of you know extra added ingredients and and toxic shit included mm-hmm. in it
0: yeah
2: you know and and Uh, don't eat meat because meat is really dangerous and meat will cause all these bad things to happen and you won't be able to function and you'll get fat and you'll die of a heart attack. Uh, That's not true. Because look at these people for decades. That's all they did. They didn't eat vegan. Nope. Nope. No. I don't. I'm not a a fan of vegan. No, we actually
0: did uh, a while back. Our episode and why that we did with Daryl, and we were talking about my friend who's a nutrition uh, trainer, but he has a nutrition interest in it, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was talking about his experience with vegan, and I also was vegan for like two years, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, messed me up. Yes. Really
2: bad. Yes. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, like yeah. um, anytime there's an issue, that's what they always say. Oh, cut out meat and eat eat more vegetables and eat fruit no. all the time and stuff. Well, here's the thing. Um, natural sugars occur in fruits. A lot of fruits are very high in sugar. So are vegetables. And so you're adding extra sugar to your diet, which causes inflammation, Mm-hmm. which is what causes diabetes. Right. Diabetes is, is a, that's a complete and total misnomer. It comes from inflammatory responses in your body. Yeah. And so when, when everything in your body is really inflamed, that's when you're not producing, you know, like the chemicals that you need to uh, get restful sleep or to control your sugars or to, you know, healthy gut bacteria or anything like that. And so when they when they push you into you know, a vegan diet and, and get rid of meat, they're actually worsening your problems because you're going to have brain fog, memory impairment. You're going to be really fatigued all the Mm -hmm. time. Uh, Your sugars are going to spike. You're going to have problems with your vision. Yes, ma'am. I'm I'm literally going to take
0: what you just said, that clip of what you said and play it for my aunt, who's Mm -hmm. actually also a former nurse, Mm -hmm. but has decided to be vegan for the last few years. Yeah. She literally developed all the things you just said.
2: Yeah. And, and it, we it's keep it's trying
0: to toxic. tell her, but she's she's in the, it's a spell.
2: Yeah, it's toxic because <laughs> um, think about like uh, what people always ate in the olden days. Did did cavemen and stuff, like, were they running around going, oh, I got to go find a plant in the wild. Make me <laughs> Let me sit better. and no. wait
0: for the broccoli to be ready. They probably yeah, didn't even cook like-
2: the
1: shit correctly and they still lived
2: exactly yeah, you know they're, they're literally <laughs> eating raw meat yeah raw. Um, i'm gonna that kill best. a buffalo and eat the buffalo heart you know whatever it's because animal proteins are meant to be in our bodies and without that source of fibrous strong protein your cells cannot regenerate and heal themselves because on a vegan diet all you're feeding them is is sugars um you know carbohydrates things like that and so that is making your health your cells, very unhealthy and that is yeah. where the state of unwellness comes in for literally anybody that does that
0: yeah that's, that's fascinating <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's so funny i'm gonna play her that clip i've, for I've real- even
1: heard ideas of the, the whole thing with like even um you know, eating meat, you have to think like a lot of these things are kind of like whatever the animals, they're almost vegan themselves. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like eating what was good about what they took in. Because just like humans, we we can poop out the toxins. And we keep, you know, for the most part, try to keep what's good. But I mean, we're getting so fucked up anyway. But so like when you look at animals, like you're thinking like you could be eating the meat that actually has the good stuff from the vegetables that they eat. Absolutely, And it's absolutely. been filtered now, and it's actually right. a healthier way of, you know, probably eating. Yeah, yeah because I know
0: a lot of vegans will make that argument, like, oh, I'm, I am I want to eat, uh, like, meat is death to them, and right. plants have life, so I'm going to eat the plants because they have the energy from the sun and it gives me life. But, but you're actually, still killing a plant. Well, you're killing it. But also, I used to kind of think that way because I was very wrapped up in like yoga and all that mm-hmm. nonsense. But um, then I realized after I'm like, wait, that's what NY said. Like, if the animal is eating the life from the plant, right? And they synthesize that better than I can because they have four stomachs right. or whatever ruminant animals have. Right. They are taking all the good, and then I am eating their life force. Right, which is like the pinnacle. Like it's just up and up and up and up. And isn't that better? then? For me, but see, that's the
2: thing that that, death is what that a lot of them a lot of them don't understand is that whether it's an animal or Mm -hmm. whether it's a plant, you still have to harvest either one. Yeah. And and there's still death uh, involved, and so you can't look at it through the lens of well, there's no way that I harmed a plant in my diet. Yes, you did. You harmed the root system. Yeah. You harmed the plant itself. And so it's the same kind of thing. Because it can't
0: scream and bleed. They
2: just, yeah, they just, <laughs> they just don't want to look at it that way.
0: Yeah, well, I think, I don't want to spend too much time on the vegan thing because, you know, it could go on it forever, but... Um, You know, people don't realize that when you have to make these huge fields of crops, you are actually damaging like small burrowing animals a lot. Like you're killing them for no reason at all because the machines go over and whatever. I think more so the problem is that I wish people would consider is like small regenerative animal farming is way healthier for the earth Mm-hmm. And for us and for the animals. Right. So if you can support like those small family run farms and buy mm-hmm. your meat like directly from there, that's the problem. Not right. as much the actual meat itself. It's the mass factory farming is a problem. Correct. Uh, that's yeah. and,
2: and that's when that's when um you can get into very toxic things as far Absolutely. as food goes, because. Um, when you have those kind of situations, they're grain-fed, which is yes. GMO yep. modified organisms. Um, they're given steroids. They're mm-hmm. given antibiotics and all of these other kinds of things. Full of and junk. So, that, that meat is full of junk. It's terrible. So I know, I yeah. know people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, you said that meat is healthy for you." Yeah, if you buy it, quality meat, exactly quality and meat, a totally different and taste. anybody totally that different. has not gotten meat. From a um, small time, you know, producer where Mm -hmm. it is grass fed, there's no antibiotics, there's no steroids, there's no none of that shit. Yeah. Anybody that has never done that, you have really no idea what you're missing out on because the taste and the quality is so much better. 100%. It even looks
1: different. Like, if you were to look at that, yes. like, a slice 100%. of something and then the supermarket, 100%. you'd be like, yo, this looks like some
2: bougie shit right here. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yo, yo. Not, not to say, because I know, you know, we can only buy what we can afford, but, mm-hmm. like, personally, I can't, like, I can't even bring myself to buy meat from a reg- regular, like, big chain grocery store. Like, I right. can't do it. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's my my disclaimer on meat. Try to support Small farms, and it's not yes. that much more expensive. Honestly, it's really no. not.
2: And and yeah. for the for the quality that you're getting, it is way worth the money. Totally. And why 100%. Why do you want to give
0: more money to Walmart and shit?
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Some of that shit gets oh, so maybe. cheap, is you, you have to question: is this even real?
0: <laughs> exactly, it's full of colors, dyes, Iron. yeah Extra iron. They add all kinds of seed mm-hmm. oils, grain-fed, like you said. Like this. This list goes on. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, so you were doing childhood vaccinations. So Mm -hmm. you're reading all kinds of stuff
2: Mm
0: -hmm. that no one else is reading. Does that, like, make you raise eyebrows, obviously?
2: A hundred percent. And Mm -hmm. and there were multiple times where we would get a publication and I would go to the doctor that I worked for. I worked at a teaching hospital. And I was like, okay, look, this is what I just read. And I am a no- on, on having this on site or giving this, and and he would listen to me, That's and good. so, you know, there were some things that come down the pike, and I'm like, nope, no, absolutely not, we're not giving it here, like, if they want it, they can go, you know, see if the health department will give it to them or something, like, uh, we're not doing that here, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it took me a, a while on my journey, because when I first got into it, even though I was questioning things, I was still like, oh, well, you know, they must be good for you because they've, you know, they've done this for so long and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until, like I said, being forced to take over the vaccine program and reading stuff and seeing things firsthand. That's when I'm like, oh, hell no, (laughs) no, 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 no. And like never gave another vaccination to my child um, we we fought things and like I said, you know, she she ended up with permanent damage from the HPV vaccination. Yeah, she vaccine injured. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, you know, but trying to tell other people, uh, that I worked with, it was like, <sighs> like there's so many other things to think about, worry about, I don't want to hear it you know like it's like uh lazy yeah. or just really don't care and they don't care until it happens to them mm-hmm. you know and then and then they get mad this and story it, sounds familiar yeah <laughs> like- and that's and that's what it takes a lot of times yeah. and i hate to say that but Um, we are put here to go through good and bad things to help us to grow, and so some people have to have that uh confrontation with something just truly evil that devastates their life before they will get off their ass and act. Mm. So, very good point,
0: yeah, (laughs) that's really true, and then um. Did you start your podcast while you were still in nursing or did that come like way later?
2: Yeah, no, it came way later. Um, I've actually been doing it for a little bit over two years now. Uh, I had a really good friend and back in the day they still had what was called Periscope. Um, it's kind of like the Instagram live and I know and what it is. That, okay. <laughs> Some people are like Periscope. I've never heard that. It before. was brief.
0: I feel. Yeah. I had a brief moment in the sun
2: and then it kind of, uh, yeah. isn't it
1: like that station <laughs> FM thing or whatever that people were like going on about? At no, Tumaju? it's,
2: it's just like doing an Instagram live or Facebook live or, oh, okay. you know, t- whatever. Just live it.
0: streaming only,
2: right? Yeah. I yeah. Think? Yeah. And so, um, you could link it to your social media stuff. Oh. And so at the time I had, um, a uh, really good friend, Bob Solis, and I don't know if you've ever heard of, of him or not, but um, he was like, we would have the deepest discussions. He's like, we should start doing Periscopes together. You should come on Periscope with me. I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. And finally he talked me into it. And so we did that for quite a long time. Well, he was actually part of the No Mercy podcast. Ooh. And so um, he kept trying to get me to come on there. He kept trying to get, his cousin to let me come on there, because it it was a guy festival, you know, and it was like, oh, we don't want her to come on because it's a girl and she's gonna get super offended, uh. and like when then the first five minutes she's gonna be really offended. Knowing you for this short time, I feel like
0: you wouldn't be. Yeah, and offended, so
2: but okay, and Bob's <laughs> like, you really, you really don't know her, but you have to meet her. And so um, I remember the first time we were going to record, I went over because I didn't have all my, I didn't have equipment and stuff at the beginning. So I went over to Bob's house and we had this like pre-call with his cousin and and the other people that were on the show. And literally within five minutes, they're like, you are worse than us. Like, honest (laughs) to God, worse than us. (laughs) And I, it was so funny because I was the only person on that show that would dish right back at his cousin, you know, and because it was like, you know, I'm an alpha male and and I'm strong and, you know, you're just going to have to take whatever I dish out. And I'm like, you haven't met me because I'm like an alpha female. And so, yeah, I was like, I'd throw it right back. He met it. his match. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, you know, uh, did that for quite a while. And then I was like, ah, I have so much to say. And so many things that I want to talk about that they don't care about. And I'm mm. like, I'm going to do my own. Right. Yeah. You know, and so I started out doing that. And I had a co-host at the time that, you know, I grew up with and, and whatever. And, uh, it, it was hard to like get our schedules together and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to run with this on my own. And so I have done it with, with no co-host since like the eighth episode and I'm like on one Oh five now.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Very cool.
0: Yeah. I checked out a few episodes um, since I've, Met and why because he like talks about you all the time he sings your <laughs> praises <I'm laughs> he's like okay. she's a psycho no. You really have he's the like, she's the coolest <laughs> i like love talking with her i'm like okay okay i'm gonna check out her podcast already so i did and i yeah. love it honestly i heard it yeah i've heard of quite a few episodes and i really enjoy it the um, one in particular i heard yesterday i just clicked on it randomly was uh yeah the one you had on with this lady shannon sorry i don't remember her full yeah. name or title um, but you guys were talking about the whole theory a while back about COVID uh, being in the water. Mm-hmm. Dr. Artis' research on it being, like, related to snake venom, which right. I really love that theory. And, like, honestly, I don't care if it's true or not true. I want it to be true so bad. Because <laughs> it, fits, it fits so well with, like, symbolism and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: And the, right. And the things that they have done literally throughout history and and that's the that's the reason um shannon is a naturopathic doctor okay gotcha um and shannon is like one of my very best friends in the whole entire world and so you know we were having all these conversations back and forth about it and stuff and i said well you know we should get together and do a show on this regardless of whether whatever I want to raise the possibility that this could happen Mm -hmm. because, um, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't know, snake venom has been used uh, for a very long time in our healthcare system. Um, They put it in different kinds of dyes. They put it in medications. They put it in all kinds of stuff. And so um, the the concept of that actually being tied to a vaccination is not far fetched. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Now, I like I said on the show, I can't prove it because um, I don't have a vial to test anything. Um, I don't have the setup here at home anymore to to be able to do that. But um, as far as out of the realm of possibility, absolutely not, because. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is like when you go to the doctor and they diagnose you with high blood pressure, the very first um, class of medication that they'll put you on is an ACE inhibitor. Um, And so a lot of people, most of the population is highly, highly allergic to ACE inhibitors. What is in ACE inhibitors? Snake venom. And people are like, But I don't understand why are people allergic to it. Okay, so if you think about what kind of snake it is that they use to put in this ACE inhibitor, um, it has constrictatory properties. And so the reason why a lot of Mm -hmm. people who are highly allergic, um, they get like this uncontrollable cough where Mm -hmm. they can't stop. And and a lot of times it'll cause them to vomit because they can't stop coughing. And why is that? because because it's constricted here exactly it's constricting your airway and so that's why most people cannot take an ace inhibitor um they put rat poison in i
0: heard you say that about coumadin my grandfather was on coumadin for ages yeah and uh yeah and (laughs) it is and and that's what
2: um people don't understand that a lot of the medications Uh, You know, they talk about pharmakia and, Mm -hmm. you know, the meaning of pharmakia and stuff like that. But what they don't understand is that they have had toxins from the get-go in our pharmaceutical system, Um, Mm -hmm. also in our vaccination system. Like I I talk about all the time, um, if anybody really wants to get a background of the extras, that are in vaccinations, you can go to the CDC's own website, cdc.gov, type in vaccine excipient summary. Um, you'll have some links pop up at the bottom. You pick the one that says pink book excipient summary. And that will give you the other additives in vaccinations. And so there's, it's by vaccination um, and by manufacturer. So you can literally look up every single one of them that's on a federal schedule. COVID is not on there because mind you, it is still not approved. Right. It's still under emergency use. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you will find heavy metals, detergents, toxins, antibiotics, steroids, dog cells, uh, cow cells, pig cells, fetal tissue, yeah. yes. you name it. Um Uh, preservatives, polysorbate 80 is one of the things that's in almost every vaccination and, um, foods, uh, makeup, Mm. uh, shampoo, soap conditioner, you name it. And if you look up polysorbate 80, and this is another thing that I had to do when I was a nurse, um, is to handle all of the MSDS sheets, which is material data safety sheets, And it's on every medication, every, um, you know, uh, cleaners, sprays, solvents, whatever. Um, And it tells you like they're, uh, if they're flammable and and all that kind of stuff. So if you look up polysorbate 80 on the MSDS sheet, it states that um, it has only been tested on animals, never tested on humans. And is a known carcinogen. And it's literally in everything. Wow. And so even simple things like spices, it's also in that as a preservative. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So Wow. That's the realm of the realm of uh Is it possible for snake venom to be added to the water? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people were like, "Oh, but uh, that's not going to work because you know, uh, temperature-wise, and if it gets uh, involved with the heat, like it'll uh, deteriorate." Really? Where do a lot of snakes live? (laughs) In In really hot, dry climates. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And so then it was like, well, there could not possibly be uh, like large quantities of snake venom to, to put in water supplies. Really? Really now?
1: Well, and, could just probably synthetically make it. Right?
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, think about this on a, on a very micro level. They have been manipulating mosquitoes now, you know how small a mosquito is. Been m- genetically manipulating mosquitoes to release back in the population. You don't think they have a whole fuck ton of snakes in a s- snake farm lab or whatever that they can harvest this from. You're sadly mistaken. Where do you think they get it for? For meds right. that are produced on a large scale quantity. Plus, um, with you know, the advances in, in uh, DNA technology and uh, the CRISPR Cas9 genetic splicing and all of that stuff, and DNA amplification, which they do through PCR testing, right? Of course. <coughs> week, week. <laughs> um, so they can make a sample larger. And so you just have to have one sample from one snake, they can amplify that through PCR. And have a larger quantity. That's literally what it is—is is mm. amplification.
0: That's very interesting. Also, too, when I was when I first encountered the snake venom theory, mm-hmm. I remembered. because um, I'm into like crazy Catholic things. So <laughs> Same, <laughs> you're right. Mm-hmm. There, there, race, was,
2: Catholic, um, uh-huh.
0: there was a priest who claims to like get messages from God from time to time, mm-hmm. and he received a message on New Year's Eve. 2020, I want to say. So going into 2021. And the message said that this is like God's words, not his. So he Mm -hmm. says um, that Satan is preparing to inoculate you with his venom. Yes. That was the wording. It's a message. So then, you know, two years later when I'm hearing Dr. Artis talk about this theory, I was like, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. Maybe that makes a lot of sense. Or at first I thought it was metaphorical for the jab.
2: Mm -hmm. of course but um maybe it's both well and if you think about too um in the medical industry uh the staff yeah the caduceus exactly and Mm -hmm. it has a snake on it um the pope uh catholic religions have snakes correct um the vatican hall hello has a giant yeah the the (laughs) uh, the whole thing is a snake yes um and so if you if you think about the possibility of of would they do that yes it makes complete and total sense because the bible talks about multiple multiple times all throughout snakes and how you know man is going to crawl on their belly like a snake Mm -hmm. um uh and and talking about like putting armor on the armor of god and you can you have the ability inside you to to crush your enemies like a snake. <laughs> um, and so if you think about how they, like, um, occult societies and, and things like that manipulate and, and flip the upside-down world, right? Yep. Um, and so we already have this industry that's supposed to be saving us, right, the medical industry. Uh, pharmaceutical industry, the the medical industrial complex. Let's say. Yes. Um, and they are here to save you <laughs> by giving you snake venom. What's the
0: opposite of that? Then exactly <laughs> they try to, try to harm you. Exactly. Perhaps. And right? so,
2: to me, um, can I see them doing this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a hundred thousand percent. Yes. Like I said, I personally can't prove it uh but it makes sense with mm-hmm. everything else that i have seen and experienced in all of my years in healthcare and i have literally learnt, worked not just as a nurse but i i was an autopsy assistant in the morgue uh i worked home healthcare i've done billing i've done coding i've done collections appeals uh, literally all over the place And so I have seen every side of the medical industry. Um, One of my other really good friends is a infectious disease microbiologist. And so I have even changed her opinion on a lot of things through the things that we discuss. And, you know, going back to um, like the start of the pharmaceutical industry, you know, it was it was brought here, the idea from, from Germany and from their system. However, it, it was uh, the Rockefeller family and the Carnegie Foundation that were like, you know, we've got all this manufacturing waste. What do we do with it? So we're dumping fluoride in the water. We're putting petroleum products in the medications um, through the years. It's like, oh, my gosh, you know what? It would be a, a great idea. If we used rat poison or we use snake venom or, you know, we cut up babies and put them in stuff because that would be great, wouldn't it? Who who thinks of this shit? It
0: literally sounds like I'm imagining, you know, that like those old like alchemists or like apothecary mm-hmm. or like a or like a witch's cauldron. And right. they're just like throwing all this shit right. and like making spells and then, like, mass producing. It's just that yes. on, like, a mass clinical scale.
2: Exactly. A hundred percent. And the thing a lot of people don't understand, too, is, like, uh, with the generics that are on the market, a generic only has to have 20% of the active ingredient. What is the other 80% that's just going in there? Who the hell knows? And wow. where do most of our meds come from? China where are a lot of our uh, non-gain-of-function research (laughs) funded labs at china Mm -hmm. you know and so here's another thing too and and this is why um everything they do is to poison us okay so um after world war one you know, we, we we signed the Geneva Convention. We're not going to use mustard gas anymore because of its cytotoxic effects um, and neurological effects and the damage that it does. So we're going to all agree, don't ever use that again, okay, in warfare. Can't do it. Uh, and so what did we do? Then we had Operation Paperclip, and we brought over two of the German scientists, Put them in two of my super favorite schools that are Ivy League, Harvard, you know. um, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, they developed our very first chemotherapy, which was using mustard nitrogen, AKA mustard gas. So we're paying these scientists to develop chemotherapy, which is already known to be very toxic. So that was our very first chemotherapy system to treat cancer. And, and there are lots of other cancer cures out there that are, are proven, known uh, cures to cancer. However, anytime somebody comes up with them, um, like there's a doctor in Texas, his name is Dr. Brzezinski. He's had a clinic since like 1969, 1970. Um, And he discovered that it's the peptides in our body that cure us from cancer. So he's using naturally occurring peptides from healthy patients um, and using that to treat cancer. So the FDA and the CDC and the federal government have gone after him, uh, tried to take his license. They've raided his clinic like 15 different times now. and this is what they've done throughout history yeah um all the holistic the naturopathic doctors uh all of that uh they were put in jail when the rocky Rockefeller carnegie system got put in place Mm. um so they were put in jail put to death ran out of town uh it's illegal to, to do holistic medicine um think about like have you ever heard of the uh, MMS, the Miracle Medical Solution? No, what's that? Okay. Um, it's this, it's a big, big deal. It's been a big deal for a while. Uh, but they, you know, discovered this this MMS solution, um, which is a derivative of bleach. It's not actual bleach. It's, it's hydrogen, and some other stuff. Um, but anyway, they've discovered that through this, mms solution uh doing it in different dosing because you get two different bottles of different solution that you mix together in water um and it it cures like autism it cures cancer it cures like tons of stuff cleans out your whole system detoxifies you Mm. so the federal government went after them as well went after all the distributors same thing we saw during the pandemic Um, with NAC. Yes, I remember that. NAC, and it was like the federal government was going to shut down uh, Amazon and everybody else that sells NAC. That's crazy. Actually, we didn't have that here in Canada, but I remember that happening in Mm -hmm. the United
0: States, which is really wild.
2: Yeah. And so that's what they do. Anytime there's um, a natural cure, uh, a holistic cure, something like that, Mm-hmm. uh the government immediately smashes bashes and is like oh it's in, there's no way this will ever work uh no but ta- but here here take this medication that that Pfizer came up with Right, you know, because it's it's going to be safe and effective,
0: or in the, the case of remdesivir, the one that's the most harmful. Correct, out of all the, all the ones in that the we study, made mandatory protocol, take this one <laughs> that actually kills patients and demonize ivermectin and. But if we everything think, else.
2: if we think back in history, mm-hmm. um, to the early '80s when the uh, AIDS pandemic was going on, right? Pandemic again. Mm-hmm. Um, think back to then. And who, who was involved in that drug as well. Oh, my God, same person, Dr. Same Fauci. Same face. Dr. <laughs> Fauci, Dr. Fauci, he will never go away. Um, and so it maybe, was like. Maybe he's a vampire. <laughs> exactly. It was like, you can't take anything else, but we're going to make AZT mandatory treatment. AZT killed so many people when they put that on the market. Yep. They finally pulled it off, or did they really? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because they don't ever pull off a med and never give it again. They literally rebrand it and call it something else and release it back on the market. Happens all the time. Same thing. They recycle uh, viruses, bacteria. Mm -hmm. They rename them and -hmm. something else.
0: Right. And so it must be quite the PR people behind these
2: things. Like, yeah. It, and it get this, okay, when they uh, developed the polio vaccination, okay, yep. um, it was because everybody had polio. Uh, no. The diagnosis back then was any kind of tick, twitch, uh, anything like that, headache, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you must have polio. I don't know about you, but have you ever had a muscle twitch before? Mm-hmm. You sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, muscle twitches are very common because of lack of vitamins, right? Uh, lack of essential nutrients in your body. And so every once in a while, you'll get a tick, a twitch, you know, whatever. But they, the marketing strategy is so brilliant on this. It was like, oh my God, look at the amount of population that has these ticks and twitches mm. and headaches and blah, blah. Oh my God, we better give everyone this vaccination. Oh my God. And that's when they come out and they go, see, look, it was so effective. We eradicated it. I heard too. No, days... you didn't. The conditions, the right. sanitary conditions improved and the availability of food and clean water approved, improved. And so yeah, that is what, made people healthier it wasn't the vaccination oh, it was I heard improved conditions
0: there's also a correlation at the time when polio was like really a hot topic mm-hmm. um like ddt use yes and yes. increase in quote unquote yeah. polio right yes.
2: right um which brings me to kind of because ddt is a, is a neurotoxin right yeah which so- is going <laughs> to cause you to what tit twitch tick yeah sure Yeah,
0: which brings me to kind of the next thing I wanted to pick your brain on because Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot about it and I don't think I fully understand it, like germ theory versus terrain theory. Okay. So I'm guessing that like what you just said in regards to polio is an example of
2: terrain theory. And this goes along brilliantly with that, okay, Mm because back in the day, um, you could literally shit in a bucket, right, and dump it out your window into the street. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like living in San Francisco right now. There's the poop again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Always has to do with the poop. <laughs> okay, and so um, the the very first theory they ever had was the miasmatic theory. Okay, um, and, and the the miasmatic theory basically said um, it's from things in your in your external environment, um, like. Uh, decaying trees, um, a rotting animal carcass, or something streaming into the water, and so it was an external environmental thing. And then here we come with the scientism, right? Mm. A- and they put the um, the germ theory in place, and that is when we got the words toxic, pandemic, uh, and all of the crap that goes along with it. Which, if anybody ever uh, has a lot of free time and wants to look into, like, uh, Jonas Salk and, you know, Louis Pasteur and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the the science industry is literally full of people who stole research from, like, their secretary or an underling or whatever and then was used it as their own and were propped up by the political system, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pasteur was a was a very famous one for that, and he's the one that was like, "Oh, germ theory, blah blah blah." Oh my god, it's a pandemic! Oh my god, it's highly infectious, you know. And what the germ theory is is it states that uh, you only get sick because there's bacteria and viruses. Okay, everything around you is bacteria, virus-laden, uh, fungus-ridden you know, whatever. So if you think about literally every single thing that surrounds you, even the air, everything's toxic and awful, right?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And so that's what causes you to get sick. I don't buy that, not for two seconds. And here's why. Because in comes the terrain theory, and what terrain theory states is that it is due to your own internal environment, as to whether you get sick or not. And so what that is, um, all of our bodies are are built with a homeostasis mechanism, which means a balancing mechanism. Um, Anytime that gets out of kilter um, and you have uh, hormones, you know, that are secreted to do one thing and then you have other hormones that are secreted to balance that out. Okay, kind of like the the fight or flight with your adrenal glands, right? Um, And so anytime your body gets out of balance and doesn't have that metal ground to perform on, um, you can have these things happen if your balance gets too high. You can have these things happen if your balance gets too low. And it all has to do with your pH level. And so when your pH level is balanced, Things cannot grow inside of you. You don't get cancers. You don't get all of these other, quote, diseases that are around because your system is healthy. Um, And a lot of that, a lot of uh, that has to do with minerals that we intake, um, but also uh, calcium. Calcium is a big one, um, but also like the amount of, like, acidic things, acidic fruits and, and stuff like that that we intake um, because those can can help to even your balance out. Uh, pH testing strips are always a good thing to tell you, like, where you're at in your body. Um, but that prevents you from getting sick. And if if you get a fever... That doesn't mean that you run after it and treat it with shit tons of Tylenol and stuff, which has fetal tissue in it. Um, It means that that is your body's response and your body's way of bringing back that balance. And so if there is a toxin, and I said toxin for a purpose, um, because everything in our system, in our world today is a toxin. It is not a bacteria or a virus or a germ or anything like that. Um, it's external toxins that get inside of our body that cause the problem. And so um, fever is good. Uh, crying is good. I know there's a lot of people that are like, I'm so emotional, I cry at everything. Uh, crying, it's healthy. Um, and and it's also cleansing. Um, and if you think about uh mucous membranes your eyes are mucous membranes as well and so when you cry that's your body's way of actually getting the toxins out of the head area same thing with the stuffy nose whatever congestion, cough you're you're getting that stuff out of your lungs you're blowing your nose you're coughing stuff up and it's to get your body back into a balance so the people that are like I have to run to the doctor and get uh, medication because I think I have the flu or whatever. No, you have a state of unwell because your body's not healthy right now. And, you know, the more processed foods that you eat, uh, you know, frozen pizzas from the grocery store, Mm. you know, uh, canned vegetables, things like that. Um, those are things that make you sicker and sicker and sicker. They're never going to heal you because there are so many preservatives and toxins in those. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't realize
0: that terrain theory is more so on your own actual internal terrain. I thought it, yeah. I was under the impression it was that plus the environment. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's and it's uh, what it basically is, is is your internal environment is your immunity. Mm. And so um, your immunity is either going to be good or it's going to be really bad, depending on what you intake in your body as fuel um, Mm. and and what you do. And for me, I'm not I'm not one of those people because I hate taking any kind of pills Right. So I'm not one of those people that like, oh, my God, you have to go out and get 75 supplements and you have to take them every day. Right. I wouldn't tell you to do that because I won't do that either. However, things that you can do um, is natural herbs, natural spices, um, make your own uh, cleaners, make your own antiseptics, um, things like that. You know, simple things that you can do um, if you have access to, uh, like, if you have your own. Oh, what happened? Healthy stuff growing in everybody's yard. Right. You Honest know what? To God.
0: This year or this year or last year, I learned that, like, dandelion extract is so good oh for you. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And I was like, no wonder they want to, like, demonize dandelions yes. all
2: the time. I love. Like, let them grow everywhere. Well, you should spray them with Roundup, don't you know? Uh, right, glyphosate. Just yeah. more glyphosates, honestly. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Why don't you just go drink some antifreeze, and, you know, it would be healthy for you, too.
0: Literally everything we're told is a lie. bullshit. Yeah, There's yeah.
1: a park over by means. Like, if you go, like, when the dandelions are coming up, you'll see groups of people mm-hmm. out there actually picking those motherfuckers. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
2: dandelion tea is one of my favorite things, um, and this is what you can do. Um, You have to dig up the dandelion root, okay? Um, Dandelion root is very healthy. You can just eat it after you, of course, clean it off because it grows on the ground. It's dirty. Um, Don't eat one, by God, that you've sprayed with Roundup or anything like that. But if you you find a naturally occurring one out in your yard, dig it up, clean it off, uh, cut the leaves off, which you can actually use the leaves for, like, greens. Yep. You I know, that. greens or whatever. Yeah, uh, You can also make tea out of the out of the leaves. Um, you can dry the flowers. And you can use those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually take, you know, clean off the root and and use that. You can either eat it plain or, or you can use it to make tea with. And one of the things that I like to do, I'm really big into uh, herbs and essential oils, Mm -hmm. therapeutic grade essential oils. Oh, I was going to say, there's a
1: huge difference with that,
2: actually. Huge, huge difference. Yes. Um, Therapeutic grade are uh, to where they're edible, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can cook with them. You can put them in water. You can put them in tea. And one drop of an essential oil, like I love cilantro, one drop of cilantro oil is like 17 bundles of cilantro itself. Okay, uh-huh. so think about if you're making Mexican food or whatever, one drop of cilantro oil, you're getting massive health benefits because it it helps with blood sugar and, you know, cardiovascular system and all kinds of things. Um you know, things like that, Uh, they have pepper, they have uh, like any, any kind of peppers have capsaicin in them. Um, Capsaicin is very healing to your body. And so something that I like to do, um, not just essential oil wise, but uh, is to take a bunch of fresh peppers of, of every variety, chop them up and put them in freezer bags unfreeze them and so you literally have you know fresh organic peppers onions mushrooms literally all year round and you can Mm -hmm. put them in everything that you make and you're getting that capsaicin which is healthy for you
0: oh that's so interesting
2: drying them I dry the I dry a lot of them because I make all of my own spices so Mm -hmm. you know drying Drying peppers or onions or, you know, whatever. And if you're going to use salt, um, sea salt is best. And either pink or gray. Yeah, the pink Himalayan salt I heard is really good. Yeah,
0: I use that a lot. Yeah, I use that at home. It's funny because the last couple years, you know, I've learned a lot of stuff. Especially about medical Mm -hmm. things because I admit, like, that's not my forte. My forte is more like media Like symbols stuff like that spiritual religious stuff but um I worked with this nutritionist and I'll just shout her out her name's Kaylee and on Instagram she's nutrition.elements she's amazing so knowledgeable so I had a consultation with her and she basically puts like everyone on this course of like minerals Mm -hmm. so she's like you need to take fulvic minerals right um selenium selenium magnesium beef liver oyster yeah. cu- oyster um extract right. and also big on like um, magnesium lotions and um right. essential oils like you're saying and i know a lot of people dock essential oils cuz they're like oh it's a stay at home mom like
2: MLM yeah, it's, it's really not
0: but it's, no it's, it's legit and like we've been doing that consistently for the past Two in a bit years or whatever, mm-hmm. and I swear it helped us not get sick.
2: Yes, 100%. a lot. Yeah, and and here's the thing, and I'll I'll share this with you. He knows that I just went through this. Mm. Um, fucking wild. We were eating dinner one night. Um, I had made steaks for dinner. I'm on my very last bite, and I'm like, "Holy crap! Something stuck me in the back of the throat." And he's like, "Oh, it's probably bone or blah. and I'm like. No, I felt like a needle stick, honest to God, because I've been stuck at work before. Spit out the bite of steak. He's going through it with the knife. And there is an actual needle in my steak inside the steak. Um, It stuck me in the back of the throat. I was sick for two weeks. Couldn't see straight. Um, My vision was really fucked up. Couldn't talk. Well, it's it. I'm going to be graphic here, but um, my voice sounded like I had been uh, grinding up glass dildos <laughs> and trying to drink it. That's what it was like. <laughs> very, like, I, it was It was a chore. Uh, my, oh my whole God. throat was swollen. My glands were really swollen. My tongue was swollen. And I what had this weird, like, head pain. I can't say headache. It was just a weird head pain. Yeah and so like weak i could not move and so um i was gargling uh essential oils which took care of like the swelling and stuff um in my throat i did um uh lemongrass essential oil because it protects your liver Mm. Um, so I did like a whole bunch of essential oil stuff different combinations I have an inhaler uh, essential oil inhaler it's called a life pipe so I was doing all kinds of things like that and it completely made me better wow and every day like the symptoms were better and better and better and so for people that say essential oils are woo woo I'll share another story with you um not too long ago i love beer okay and so i had gone to the doctor for regular blood work or whatever why i don't even know um (laughs) and they're like you need to go see a gi doctor because your liver enzymes are real fucked up so i go to the gi doctor and he's like uh, you have really severe liver damage and you are gonna have to go on a transplant, you can't ever drink again. You blah, blah 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 blah. All this before even testing me, doing anything, didn't write any scans. This is just you're looking at me and saying lab numbers and you're telling me this. And I'm like, I don't believe this, not two seconds. And so, um, I started using lemongrass oil on VitaFlex points you have them on your hands and Mm -hmm. you also have them on the soles of your feet and I started using that every day and massaging it into the VitaFlex uh, points on my feet went back to get my numbers checked completely normal nothing wrong with my liver had a scan there's nothing wrong
0: wow and he wanted you to have a liver transplant and everything yeah what the heck you're gonna
2: die and I'm just like no I'm not yeah Nope. wow that's unreal so wow. anybody says that um essential oils don't work they're full of shit
0: no As honestly you, they do they yeah, do help so. so many things like mm-hmm. um i buy um from this girl who distributes them but she also makes her own products with them mm-hmm. she makes like a bug spray mm-hmm.
2: um it's yes. the best bug mm-hmm. spray i've ever used like Absolutely. it legit works Yes.
0: Um. They, she has like a roller for bug bites because one of my sons is like super sensitive mm-hmm. to bites, and it helps so much, like way more mm-hmm. than the over-the-counter like hundred percent stuff. Um. We diffuse the oils in the kids' rooms every night. Mm-hmm. And it helps them. I swear, not get sick as often, and if they do, it's way more manageable. Right. Um. For different and, like different oils and they're for different beneficial
2: things. on animals too. Yeah. So you know even. Uh, which there are some that you have to be really careful using a diffuser around animals. But mm-hmm. um, animals get the same kind of, of quote, illnesses that we get mm-hmm. because of the toxins that are in our home and our air systems and, you know, whatever. Um, and so essential oils also help them. Um, and there are some that actually help, like, their skin, their coat, the whole nine yards. Same as people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. I would love to learn more, more and more. I'm
0: amazed. I'm like, every day I learn something new, like, about mm-hmm. alternative health. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, even, like, I remember, I'm sure you watched, uh, like, the pandemic videos mm-hmm. that came yeah. out. I don't know your opinion on them. For someone like me, it was really interesting to learn about because mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot. Um, but I remember, like, Dr. Mikovits talking about sermon mm-hmm. as, like, a good uh preventative or like antidote to to covid or the vaccine or whatever so like we take um like pine needle tincture
2: yeah like i've been have a lot of pine yeah
0: i give it to my (laughs) myself i actually need to buy more because i've been out for a while but myself my kids especially Mm -hmm. in regards to like shedding because i think that's a real thing Mm -hmm. so i just try to like protect us as best we can you know but i think the minerals it gives you like an internal shield right you know so i'm i'm big on i'm big yeah, on yeah because
2: it, it, it we're meant to have a healthy balance of minerals in our system mm-hmm. um and it helps to keep us like i said regulated in that homeostatic balance um and it makes your he- your cells healthy and so another thing for people is that um like if you're one of those people that gets really stressed out um, you always have bad stuff happen to you, right? You're a very emotional kind of person. Uh, but you don't deal with those feelings. Okay? Are you talking about my mom? <laughs> 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 my mom, the mama pray, pray. my mom, uh, my mom needs some help. <laughs> um, and so a lot of people like suppress those emotions, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and when we process those emotions... Um, is doing is during uh, rapid eye movement during deep sleep stages. Hmm. Okay, and so if your visual memories um, are not being associated with positive things, and you're not like, okay, well, my ice maker just completely exploded, shot ice all over the kitchen, and freaking hell, I had to like try to bend over and get them all. And rah, rah, blah, blah, blah instead of doing that okay if you go that was really funny though thinking about me like trying to pick up all that ice on the floor and they're like scooting away from me and i'm like cracking while i'm bending over trying to grab ice cubes or whatever if you if you associate things with in a positive way in a funny way that when you get to that rim stage of sleep Mm -hmm. Um, Those memories are processed properly. If you don't um, associate it with positive and it's something uh, negative, dark, evil, all of that kind of stuff, um, then during your REM sleep, it doesn't process that positive energy. It stores all of that negative stuff at a cellular tissue level. And that is another reason why people's internal environment, uh, your terrain gets really messed up, is That's because you have all that dark, evil, angry, upset, depressed, anxious stuff inside of you. Which think about, um, like when you do get anxious, what does your body do? It feels like everything's like jittering and shaking, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Think about like when you, when you have all that negative stuff inside of you, like what your cells are doing, they're literally like this all of the time and, and they can't have that calmness about them. And so they start releasing all of the, uh, toxic, uh, metabolic chemicals and stuff into your system, which makes you sick. Right.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That reminds me too of like when I used to teach yoga uh, and practicing it a lot. I actually used to mostly teach hot yoga. So, in like a heated room, which is health wise, it's Mm -hmm. very beneficial because like you're targeting different organs, different parts of the body, and sweating out like it's a huge detoxification factor. Right. But I do recall for myself and then like other people, when you do certain poses, it can even make like an emotional. physical emotional reaction Mm -hmm. like you get people crying for like no reason well supposedly no reason but But it's because emotion gets stored in different different
2: parts of the body right and that's exactly what it is because like i said we we store those emotions at a cellular level um and and a lot of times in you know very beneficial organs to us like in the liver Um, Your liver is a detoxifier. So Mm -hmm. if your liver is overloaded with complete and total like garbage from your diet, plus complete and total garbage, emotional baggage, um, your liver can't function properly. Mm -hmm. So your liver doesn't detoxify your body. So your liver starts to release those toxins into your body, which is what makes you deathly ill.
0: Yeah, it manifests as disease. 100%. if you don't if you don't deal with it or get get rid of it in some other way, right? Like I know a lot of a lot of people who've had like sexual trauma, they'll hold yes. a lot of stuff in like the lower yes. area, especially like yep. hips. Um even like um I had a friend who dealt with a lot of things in her life and she had the weakest wrists. Yeah. Something with her wrists, she couldn't like support herself like in yoga poses and this, it was very interesting. And actually mm-hmm. now she's like a a trauma yoga teacher she's mm-hmm. really used her her expertise it's very interesting for um, good yeah no for good exactly but it's it's fascinating i love learning about that
2: mm-hmm. i
0: can go on and on about that for a long time
2: maybe yeah, another me episode me too <laughs> I, can, I can literally talk for you know, 24 hours a day for a whole week and not get exhausted. Right. <laughs> oh, it's cool. It makes
0: me want to take up yoga again a little bit, actually. I've shied away from it for a long time, but yeah, maybe I
2: should. But think about, like, too, like, the number of people that are like, oh, my God, I can't sweat. Sweating is embarrassing. Oh, my God, it's, like, awful. Here's the rule. If you stink, you need zinc. So <laughs> we are meant to sweat, Okay. And you need zinc um, for a healthy body. Zinc actually literally uh, males and females uh, for your sexual health, um, for the largest organ in your body, which is your skin. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, zinc is one of those minerals that you need at a cellular level. And so if your sweat comes out and it, it smells bad. It's because you're deficient in zinc. Wow. You should always sweat. Sweating is very healthy because that is your body's largest detoxifying organ. And so, yeah, I mean, the liver is important, but your skin is way more important. Mm. That is your first line of defense against toxins getting, out, getting in, but also being let out of your body. So sweating is necessary.
0: That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I just thought of something I saw the other day. Um, I saw a headline about monkeypox and how he's going to tie it back to something that we talked about before. That monkeypox now, okay, first it was among the gay community only. Right. Now it's among physical touch in close proximity. Mm-hmm. Now I saw a headline that look out for monkeypox outbreak in pools oh. mm-hmm. and sports and I was like, pools. I'm like, we're going back to the water again.
2: Exactly. What
0: the heck is going
2: on? Well, and here's the thing: um, if you know, I said before that they rebrand shit all the time, right? Right. Uh, quote diseases included. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so here we go again. Uh, we had syphilis. Syphilis mm-hmm. went away uh then we had oh my god it was a hiv aids scare everybody's gonna get hiv and aids and oh my god everyone's gonna die from it and can't get blood transfusions and you can't do this and you can't do that because oh my god oh my god oh my god hmm weirdly enough same kind of symptoms of syphilis right Uh uh-huh uh so then we have the common cold uh that everybody gets because again your body gets in a state of unwell um then uh the oh my god deadly everyone's going to die mm-hmm. uh of airborne uh from covid mm-hmm. but there were no flu cases right right <laughs> just, yeah okay uh. and so now we have this this new rebranding again um, it's a gay disease. It's mm-hmm. the first thing. Just yeah, 1992 all over again. What the okay. heck? Same thing. It was same as the HIV AIDS hysteria. Uh, yeah. It was all everybody. It's all all gays. Here's the thing. Don't lick an infected person's sores. You're gonna be fine. You know what I'm saying? You don't need hand sanitizer. Because what does hand sanitizer do? It's, it's got alcohol and other chemicals in it, okay? And so when you do that, it breaks down your skin, yeah. which means it's really easy for your body to then take those toxins in and you get sick if you're not well immune-wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's the same kind of thing. It's, it's a rebranding. and And here's why I say that. Do you know how many diseases on the planet come with sores, rash, fever, swollen lymph nodes, <laughs> stuff like that? Okay, we've got herpes, we've got shingles, we've got chickenpox, um, we've got molluscum contagiosum, we have impetigo, we have rubella, mumps, measles, strep, MRSA. Um, there's also something that, uh, most people on the planet have never, ever, ever heard of. It's called pemphigoid. Okay. It's P-E-M-P-H-I-G-O-I-D. Um, pemphigoid has the exact same symptoms and guess what it is. It's an autoimmune disorder. Don't really know the cause, hmm, maybe from genetically modified vaccinations. Causes, (laughs) rashes, blisters, fatigue, headaches, swollen lymph glands, uh, you name it, you've got it. And so, to me, uh, it is definitely another one of those things where we're covering up. For things that they caused in the first mm-hmm. place. Kind of like the uh, sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, you know, God. all the adults uh, dropping dead out on the field, even though they're like super healthy athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately dropping dead because you mandated vaccination. Well, and
0: even then, doesn't that kind of pro- help prove what SIDS is? Sudden mm-hmm. infant death is really from Be- because you know, most likely uh, that. Toxic overload
2: from pokey stuff. <laughs> right, because you get uh, a hepatitis B vaccine mm-hmm. when you're a baby. Yep. Usually, one to two days old, you'll get that vaccination, plus vitamin K and multiple other things. Now, here's the thing uh, hepatitis B is a sexually transmitted disease. What the fuck do you need to inoculate a, a newborn baby for?
1: Wasn't it? There was something I looked into that. Yeah, isn't that like yeah? That's like a mandatory vaccination, right? Within the first twenty-four hours. and within the first twenty-four hours, I think the baby gets it. Yes,
2: and and most parents don't even know that their child is getting a vaccination after birth at the hospital and for an STD. Like if that, I don't
0: know if that's. It's, the same. it's federally
2: mandated. It's on the schedule. I know yes.
0: in the United States it's mandatory. I don't know if it is
2: here in Canada. You guys, and it, you guys have very different mandates. If there. it
0: is, I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. I don't know if my kids had it. And, so. and most
2: <laughs> most parents don't have a clue. That's why. Here in the United States, it is mandatory, and that child will get three hepatitis vaccinations. Yep. I remember
0: too hearing during lockdown times that uh SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome was way down right because parents weren't taking their babies for the well visits. Exactly. For their regular inoculations. Mm-hmm. So doesn't that make sense that were the babies were having uh, less toxic load and were getting less sick and dying less?
2: Yes. That's and crazy. And so um, you know, and then they've had, like with the adult, you know, sudden adult death syndrome and mm-hmm. stuff. They've had all these stories come out. Oh, it's because it's too hot outside and that's why everybody's <laughs> dropping dead. Uh, come on. Taking a shower that's cold, that'll make you drop dead. The too. best
0: was I heard tea. Tea, black tea causes sudden adult death syndrome. Yes. Too many and snaps so in front of the TV. All of
2: these um the, you know, especially looking at like the Pfizer document dumps, okay yeah um and the literally whatever the hell it is like uh, 75 pages of side effects or whatever um we've known this for a very long time. I've talked about this from the get-go like when they're still like we're gonna do this vaccine um these are the things that the FDA says to that we're gonna have to look for when we start giving it. These are things that they're coming up with now saying that it is something that it's not. This is to cover up for what they're actually doing. It is not a new thing that has come out. It is from a manipulated strand of a toxin that they took into a lab. Because again, if it was monkeypox as long as you're not licking an infected monkey, you should be good to go. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you are, that's a fetish all on your own. That's up to you. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can't, just like they said, like COVID came from a bat, you cannot get a disease, quote, to jump from a bat to a human without laboratory manipulation. 100%. It is not possible because it literally takes like a hundred years. I was gonna say yeah for that happen to mutate down It takes down far so enough. fucking long for that to happen. Yes, absolutely. And that is that is pure biology, uh people, I did not make that up. Um but that's one of those things where all of these uh, like childhood things that you see, like a named a while ago with the impetigo and the measles, mumps, rubella, uh, even hand, foot and mouth disease. Cause that was a big thing, you know, there for a while, like back in the, I don't know, eighties, nineties or whatever. It was like, all these kids are getting hand, foot, and mouth disease. All these kids are getting impetigo. Somebody I know who got that the, recently. Must be from the playground equipment, you know, and, and all of these things, Have existed throughout history, Um, just like before I retired. Like MRSA was a big thing. Okay, remember that it's methylene resistant uh, staph aureus, and so uh, people were getting misdiagnosed all the time because they would go and they would think that it was, you know, like a mosquito bite or a pimple or whatever, Um, which is the same kind of thing that we're seeing right now with this. Where people think it's a pimple or, you know, acne spot or something. And then all of a sudden, like, it explodes and breaks out. And then they're getting pus-filled sores and whatever. These are the same things that we have had repeatedly throughout history that they call something else. It's the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, well, then I think, too, part, part of the monkeypox situation is that it is like a side effect of the COVID jab. 100%.
2: 100%. Well,
0: because in the jab, is there not herpes-related herpes, herpes related viruses?
2: Correct. Right. Which are? <laughs> Shingles. Oh, oh, hand, hand, foot, mouth. Just name anything not dump, that's viral. Not to Weird. dump on
0: my family, but I know someone whose kid just had hand, foot, mouth, mm-hmm. supposedly from daycare. Mm-hmm. Right? And then mm-hmm. their father got it really bad, which in an adult, it's supposed to not really ever happen.
1: But the father is
0: is jabbed I mean, so i why,
1: thought there's so many jazz people are still wearing masks it's to cover yes. up their herpes
2: and the and the thing is that wearing oh. a mask you're lowering your oxygen level yep. which you need for cellular reproduction and healing and repair yep. and so you're, you're lowering your immune system so, you are going to be more susceptible to literally everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, like the internal terrain is going to be more off balance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So in conclusion, <laughs> we can conclude do the opposite of every single thing. Exactly. That you're told. Exactly. In terms of, health, don't, in terms of most things. Don't but, go yeah.
2: outside in the sun. Don't right. go swimming. Don't breathe air. Um, oh. Don't get near anyone. Don't touch anyone. Don't eat meat. But you know, I, I gotta give it to them. Okay, we always talk about like how how movies mimic life or what's to come, right? Mm-hmm. Predictive programming. Yes. Um, and so here recently, um, the CDC's guidance says, and this is when they said it was a gay disease. Okay, Monks, monkey monkeypox is only from gay for gay men. Right. Um. Don't have orgies. God dang it. Don't don't have any orgies. Um, and if you're going to masturbate, masturbate six feet apart.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's what it's, it's now, solid advice. Just saying, if you watch Demolition Man, okay, it's with the VR headsets, virtual reality. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Because we're in the metaverse now, folks. Um And uh touching is not allowed. Uh So have VR sex or masturbation. Yo, I and saw that shit's actually
1: me. kind of big over like in Asia or in China. Like VR yeah. sex.
2: I'm just going to say I if like, I want to have fuck? sex, I'm just going <laughs> to just sex? hop on you. Like I'm not going to be like, let's on our headset goggles and... Just imagine we're having sex. No, bitch, I want to feel it. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. And so the whole, you know, if I'm going to masturbate, I don't care if you're two inches away. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to stay across the room from me. (laughs) I'm sorry
0: that was an I, I mind. Yeah. At one point here in Canada, our uh I don't even know her title, Teresa Tam. She's just oh, uh, yeah, oh. your
2: health minister. She, she was yeah.
0: like, make sure you're cover or make sure you wear masks when you have sex. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah.
2: Kiss <laughs> kiss wearing a mask. Kind of like here um in Michigan, uh, Governor Whitmer during the quote, height of the pandemic, uh, you can't go to church you can't right. go to schools they're closed down too but uh we will leave uh the sex clubs open yeah but just have sex through a glory hole wait now, <laughs> i remember hearing that yes and it made me chuckle because i was like well honey we can still do it as long as we put a piece of plywood between us and just drill a hole through it and that'll completely save you from disease <laughs> i don't i don't know i mean oh, if you think man. about like how just dumb that is. Uh, you're still having sex with strangers through a glory hole, or you're sucking somebody off through a glory hole. Uh bodily fluids can still be contaminated. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, if, if if terrain is the theory, that's correct. It's all excreting through somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> right.
2: So the plywood will stop a stop everything. <laughs> So in in that aspect, if if plywood stops, uh, you know, infections and stuff like that, people should just start wearing plywood on their face. I'm just saying. Perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just live in a box. Hat.
2: Yeah, be great. walk
0: great. No eye holes.
1: <laughs> little eye holes and then put a mask over the mouth with the cut open part of the mouth.
0: <laughs> that should take care of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That over plywood you're oh,
0: yeah. good. <laughs> on that note. This has been a pleasure, Janet. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was
2: great. Sorry, I got a little inappropriate. No, no that's it's great.
0: Hilarious. I appreciate Made it. Made me laugh and my ass off. Such a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure I'm gonna have to talk to you again about more things <laughs> anytime. Yeah, that was yeah, that was imagine. more than she's
1: probably ever said on my own show. But she's covered topics when she's done it. So I never actually got to hear her story. So that well, that's was pretty why cool.
0: you come
2: here. Yeah.
1: Not exist.
2: <laughs> I've never done stories on your show. No, no, you've oh, covered
1: got... topics. You just haven't said, like, your... I don't think you've gone that in-depth on your own story, like, if knowing... Like, oh, yeah. I got,
2: you know Ooh, I got a lot of stories. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. I've had you <laughs> cover topics Unfortunately, Because I'm honestly, on my own platform, I'm a little nervous to talk about shit like this because you can get easy, Oh, I don't You know care. what I'm saying? I you don't, know I don't me want me to don't lose care. my YouTube channel over that shit. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't
2: have a YouTube channel. Yeah, so you don't uh, have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm on, like, account number six on twitter oh gosh (laughs) um knock on wood i'm still on my first one on on instagram but oh nice i could change it anytime who knows and uh i've had to restart my podcast uh twice uh because yeah they deleted all my shit
1: i think didn't i just kind of start talking to you after the first time that happened
2: Probably. Yeah, because I think I remember you telling me about that,
1: and I was like, holy fuck. She's like, yeah, I'm starting to go all over again. I was like, damn. Yeah,
2: after, after, uh, I think it was five or six episodes, and I was getting, like, a crap ton of downloads each time and whatever, um, I was hosting through Anchor at the time. Um, Anchor is owned by Spotify, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I did, Back to back episodes: one on on child trafficking, and the other one was on hidden cancer cures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just like that get, I wake up in the morning and I get an email from Spotify that they have removed my podcast completely, oh. and I'm like, "That's weird, why?" And then I get one from Apple, same thing, and I'm like, "Weird, what? What the hell?" So I'm still mm-hmm. thinking I'm on other platforms. I go to log into my Anchor because I had a show scheduled, gone. Everything was gone. And so I'm, like, trying to email, and I'm like, what is going on? And they're like, we don't have an account for you. And I'm like, I literally have the email in front of me that you just sent me. And they're like, no, we don't see an account. And I'm like, how weird that you wouldn't see an account. What would you do? Delete it after you emailed me? Because I literally have the email from you right here. Yeah, and so um had to find another hosting site. Had to restart from the beginning, um, and then it took about a year to jump through all of the quote legal hoops to be able to get back on the Apple again. Wow. So yeah, yeah. I remember that's you telling okay. me some like real yeah. huge
1: fuck story with your own show?
2: It's been a it's been a treat, <laughs> <laughs> but they're yeah, not going to make me quiet because that's not going to happen. Good for you. <laughs>
1: well, you're still going now, aren't you?
2: Exactly. You've actually
1: more places than you were, so.
2: Exactly, and I'm like the Energizer bunny, so they cannot make me quit because I will never drain. Oh, that sounded bad.
1: <laughs> I was going to say same here, but that's going to make it even sound worse.
2: I'm all back up.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. Uh, oh, and why did you want to ask Jen anything else
1: before we yeah. let her go? No, I thought that that was great. That was fun. Uh, was a yeah, great no, time I to really enjoy home. listening. He's like, no, so no she's yeah. crazy.
0: She's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I already know everything is fine.
1: <laughs> no, that was.
0: Oh my gosh! Oh, awesome, um, Jenny, could you just tell people like where if they want to connect with you?
2: Yeah, if you wanna, you. if you wanna stalk me, um, <laughs> you can find Global <laughs> Nation on every podcast platform. Awesome. Um, also, on actual activist with an S on it. Uh, the end.com you can find me on roku tv at the patriot podcast network make sure you go uh add that channel on roku and use the little star button up in the corner uh you can watch my channel or anyone else's channel on there and uh also free streaming shows Uh, there's a lot of content creators you can stalk me on twitter uh the account on there is no and o w, and you can find me on Instagram at deplorablejanet. That is it. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Thank. Or you. Or you could come to my house, but that might be a little. <laughs> <creepy>. <laughs> it might be a little bit too much. Yeah, oh, I think gosh. I have your
1: I have your show notes stored, so I will uh, definitely add them to the uh, to the episode as well. All righty. Yeah, I got them Perfect. saved. You on can find me repair. at
2: one other place, but I'm not going to mention it. Uh, oh, the OnlyFans yeah. account, right? <laughs> check out my only fans at uh dj 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 dot com. No. No. Uh, oh no. were you gonna <laughs> say alt media
1: are you on alt media is uh, that- <laughs> yeah.
2: that's why i was like ah but eh, whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> no, it here, is. i need to talk to you about
1: so
2: all
1: right, behave. Well, all right so that uh yeah so we'll we'll put all the show notes that i have i think i have like pod beam i Pop pod beam i think i have mm-hmm. something else that your uh your, your twitter and your instagram i'll put all that in the bottom and uh yeah as well as my show notes too
0: awesome all yeah right. if people want to hear more wizard talk where can they find you uh, yeah,
1: and why oh yeah in the link tree in the bottom that has the occult rejects uh your this show too as well and uh my right. patriot show so
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Janet. It was amazing to talk with you. And I'm sure we're going to have you on again. And thanks to everyone who's listening. Have a good day. Bye.